0: Welcome to another episode of Bleachers and Boards, brought to you by the Hoopheads Podcast. I'm Marlon Guild, and along with my co-host, Matt Collier, we'll analyze everything from hoops to hip hop. Check us out.
1: Hey, Hoop heads. we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E dot with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Bleaches and Boards here on the HOOPHEADS podcast network here with my co-host Marlon Gill. What's going on, coach? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? I can't complain, man. Looking forward to another great episode. We've been, uh, I think, you know, give us a, a our, give us a shout. I think we've been doing a good job recruiting some pretty good guests. And I think uh, today we uh, did it again. Got another great guest on the on the platform today. So definitely looking forward to this. Coach Brandon Chappelle, Lamar University. How are you doing tonight, Coach?
2: Man, I'm doing good, man. Uh, man, you guys have it. Definitely shout out to you guys, man. Y'all been doing a great job. I'm an early fan of your podcast and I'm, just gonna try to keep it rolling, man. So, had some good guests on here. I hope I don't mess it up.
0: No, absolutely not. That's not gonna happen. I know you're gonna, you know, be a, uh, an even better guest, the best so far. So, uh, looking forward to this one, right, Mark? No doubt about it, man. And, and I'm gonna get it started early, man. So, you know, me and I, we've been talking for a while and this conversation kind of came up, or, or, you know, however you want to say it, man. We, we were talking about Eddie Murphy. And we happen to be talking about coming to America. And, you know, they're supposedly working on coming to America, too. I don't know how you outdo the first one. And yeah, that's going to be tough. That's, that's going to be tough. Be <laughs>
2: tough. <laughs> that's going to be Some tough. Some things you don't touch,
0: but yeah. it's so good. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, what, what do you, what's the continuation? Like, Eddie came to America, uh, he found his bride. You know, he he, is he gonna own a stake in
2: McDowell's? Like what (laughs) (laughs) you you know what, but in but in Eddie Murphy fashion, like he's the type and 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 I think man, we talked about it too as well. He always putting somebody on. Mm. So I can see it going in the direction of, you know, he's older now almost like how his pops was. Mm. And it may be a different story to carry on. Who knows? You know Mm. what I mean? But I don't know, man. It's such an OG classic, and then it's, it's in y'all neighborhood, neck of the woods. You know what yes, I mean?
0: <laughs> like I said, it always comes back to Queens. It always comes back to Queens. It always comes back to Queens. The story, that, the story that I heard, I don't know how true it is. Is that' saying I I don't you know? Please don't quote me on this, uh, audience. But what the thing, a story I saw was that it's something about he apparently this the the first marriage didn't work out, but they had um, a son. And so now he's going back to America to reunite with his son. And then there's some other dynamics going on or something like that. Now, I could be wrong, but I think or maybe they might take the story in another direction. But that's what I heard. But, you know, supposedly they got everybody coming back. They got Arsenio. They got John Amos. They got um, James Earl Jones. You know, they supposedly they, they got everybody back uh, to to take part. So that should be that should be really good. Or, Should you know, be. I hope so. He, Fingers crossed.
3: Yeah, but but
2: how many characters he gonna do? I mean, that's a that's a good That's, yeah, a, good. that's a good
0: question. That's like, a good
2: question. The the, the cats in the barbershop. The barber's shop. <laughs> <laughs> the barbershop. The barbershop. Yeah. They don't need no makeup.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. 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 If if anybody could pull it off, though, it's him, man. Nah, man. He still has it. Like I, I just saw the other day that he uh he won an Emmy for uh, his performance on Saturday Night Live when he came back. And that was, you know, an example of, oh, OK, you know, he's so, so unbelievable when he did it back in the day. So it was like, OK, can he do it again? And I'm not going to say it was to that level, but he definitely delivered where it was, you know, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. So if anybody could pull it off as him.
2: Yeah, man, it was long overdue to, you know, it's kind of one of them things, you know, they, I mean, he he needed that. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: so now you're an Eddie Murphy fan, so what, what's your favorite hold on, hold on, Eddie Murphy movie? Hold on, hold on. Movie? before we do that though. So, man, I'm just gonna piggyback. There's something you said is like really, I ain't gonna say it's irking, but I have. Uh, here we go, here we go, <laughs> There we go. You know, supposedly, this sequel supposed to the premise of it is it didn't work out with Lisa, allegedly allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. How does it not work out with Lisa? Lisa is fine. And you know, uh, I'm starting to think it might be Lisa because if it didn't work out with him and it realized it did work out with <laughs> so, It didn't work out with Daryl either from
3: Soglow.
0: <laughs> I, 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 I was a little upset that it didn't work out with Lisa, but Lisa might be the damn problem. Okay. <laughs> hey, well, I'm not touching that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I could be like I said. I could be wrong. That's just I, something I, I, I read. Hope, I, I hope you are because I love Lisa. And Lisa, if you hear this, I was a big fan of your Sherry Headley. I, I follow you on Twitter. I follow you on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I, I <thought>, uh, are <laughs> we'll gonna have to tag her when this episode comes out. Yeah, we'll uh, I thought she was great in, in everything she's done. So I hope that's not true. I um, hope there's it, a different premise, but uh,
2: at least if she shows up some kind of way, like yeah, I think, nah, I, think she she is, I think she cover. is. I
0: think she is. I think I think I heard she was in it. Yeah, because
2: yeah. she has to. She was too. She was too clutch and key mm-hmm. in the movie. Not to at least. I mean, something.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's oh man. Yeah, yeah. All right, but hey, <laughs> back to back to hey, I, I, I love the men coming to America. You know, I, if coming to America, I know, it too, he's going to do well. Uh You know, Saturday Night Live, I didn't really get a chance to see Eddie Murphy in Saturday Night Live when I was younger. Uh, you know, when he came back, it, it was great. I, I didn't really get the significance of it just because of my age, but where I did get to feel the significance of Eddie Murphy was in Boomerang mm. as... My, my guy Loon would say young Marcus.
3: Young Marcus.
2: <laughs> classic. Classic. Classic, man. And it's been it's it, it's been coming on TV a lot lately. It man. has been, been, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll just skim and kind of see it, man, but, but but that's definitely a classic, man, for a lot of different levels, man. Me me and my boys used to laugh and talk about that, man. Just it's so many for one, there's so many stars in that movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure.
2: I mean, um,
0: Lots of quotables, too. Right, right. Lots of quotable lines in that one. Yeah, it is, man. But but now, uh, Brandon, you spoke about Eddie Murphy putting guys on, or putting people on, you know, guys and and, uh, women alike. In that movie, it was so many, like, who would you say was somebody that you saw in Boomerang that Eddie put on that their career flourish because there's a
2: lot. But. Holly Bear. Period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, but like I think Holly was in some other stuff, but but he that movie was so cold with, you know, obviously Robin Givens and, you know, Lee uh what's her name? Lee Little Shaw and, and mm-hmm. well, I think that was her name. But, yep. but like, Holly as as good as she is, as great as she is, she was the underdog and low key in the movie. How do you how do you pull that off? <laughs> <First laughs> Robin
3: yeah,
2: probably give it a Shoot, people, Chris Rock was in that movie. Chris Rock. I mean, Martin, low key no. in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the 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 great, rest in peace, John Wetherspoon. I mean, that, it's,
0: uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir.
2: Pops, man. I mean, that's that's a classic movie, man. It's funny, man. Me and my boys, when it come to that movie, man, we we laugh about a couple things because one thing comes up. And my boy loves talking about this. It's funny every time I think about Boomerang. He's like. And was, was Eddie Murphy wrong for catching feelings in the movie? Or, or was he wrong for catching feelings in the movie? <laughs> and it's like, you know, he wanted the world, whatever, Robin Gibbons got him. Then he he has Holly Berry and goes back. I mean, it's all the back and forth. But my boy Art, he loves talking about that. He'll, if he was on here right now, he'll be like, Matt, Martin. look, keep it real. And you don't know what direction he's going <laughs> in, what he's about to talk about. You can talk about politics, basketball, he like. You think Eddie Murphy was wrong for catching feelings in
3: that movie?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Wait, what? <laughs> but but no, nah, man, that's just uh, romantic, man. But he got a lot of classics
0: though. Nah we we we've all we all been there. Uh, you know, boom, boomerang. Yeah. Definitely uh for me, you know, I, I like to watch that around Thanksgiving time just because of the scene when, you know, Pops comes over with, with mom and you know, he got he comes and he takes his coat off, and you know it's the the polka dot or mushrooms, mushrooms, mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Mushroom. Yes, yes. mushrooms. It's something that we all could relate to. Oh, it, oh yeah, we all had that one family member that it's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, but chilling, it, chilling.
2: It. It. This time, what you wearing this time? <laughs>
0: Hey, but you know why it's important? You got to coordinate. You got to coordinate. You got to coordinate. You got to
3: coordinate. <laughs> coordinate.
0: That's a coordinate. And, and, that's, a, and a, that's a line that stood the test of time. Like, you know what I mean? So now, anytime you're talking about getting dressed or whatever, it's coordinate. coordinated. Like you got to coordinate. It's in coordinate. the lexicon now.
2: Perfect. What, what did he tell, uh, I forgot, uh, David Allen Greer's guy, he said, did you know your dad had a mushroom belt, <laughs> Gerard? Yeah,
0: Gerard. Right, Gerard.
3: Did you know dad yeah. had a mushroom belt. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> man. Oh man. Oh, you know, man. And, and poor Gerard,
0: because Halle Berry was with Gerard. Yeah. First, yeah. right? That was they were supposed to be the love interest, and but mm-hmm. David or oh, Gerard? We're gonna call him Gerard.
3: He didn't Gerard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So he he, yeah. He didn't yeah. coordinate. That's coordinate. deep, right there, my boy. You you, you <laughs> it, slipped that right there. Yeah, it, and coordinate, coordinated right. So, it, it, you know,
0: uh, but nah, that, that's some good stuff. But before we get into this basketball talk, uh, Brandon, now you you being down in that Texas area, man, it's been a lot of a lot of hip hop influence down there. Um, and, and you know, before we came on the air, you actually spoke about the the way DJ Screw was important just for Texas as a whole, you know. Now for Matt and I, us being up this way in the Northeast, we had just heard of the name DJ Screw before he, he passed. Uh, but you know, you, you talk about the importance of DJ Screw to not only Texas hip hop but the hip hop in, in general.
2: Yeah, um, man. Well, it, it's like for I can speak first for down here in, in Texas, DJ Screw. Um, it it was back, you know, cassettes, man. And, and maybe I'm showing my age a little bit, but cassettes. Are you right with us? It's okay. Yeah, CDs, CDs, and all that. And, and DJ Screw, man, would would take whatever song it is. So whatever it could be a a, a Jay Z track or whoever it is, and all he does is. He screws it up, slows it down, and then chops it up. Like so, they say, "screwed and chopped" out here. Chopped and screwed. Dude. Yeah, chopped and screwed. And 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 all it does was make your. It started off with him making, you know, a classic track, whatever's on the radio, and it's like, man, when screwed gonna chop it though? Like everybody's waiting for that, and then it went from that to to even influences now with with you think about Drake and 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 other people that that add that in their music, man, and, and have it where it's almost like, I know even with Screw, it made it where tracks would go long and long where it's like, yeah, you have the first three minutes can be this track and then the next three minutes you come up with a different whole pace and just just his influence on that was major and especially for us out here, man, you talk about when it made national news with like Mike Jones and Slim Thug and Paul Wall, like true Houston, you know, Texas cats that get down like that and made the national news, but all those guys was influenced by, like, you know, DJ Screw putting them on, giving them a platform,
3: you know. Nah, so, for sure, for sure. And, and,
0: you know, you touched on Mike Jones. He, he was ringing bells up here, especially when he gave that number. I'm not going to lie. I called <laughs> to, to see if it was real.
2: It wasn't, but, hey, I, I called anyway. Um Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no! I was gonna say Mike, Mike Jones, and they had that track, y'all uh, know, "Still Tipping" or whatever. That's that's like, that's like a nationally known song, but it's it's people like from out here, like you know, I'm from Bone Mine and Golden Triangle, Port Arthur, and all that. But like UGK, Pimp C, Bun B, you know, those guys, man. That's that's our culture down here. You know what I mean? And and with UGK when they when they made Big Pimp, then with Jay Z, now they now they went to a national level. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, no you know, man, it's, it's a lot of culture down here with that. Yeah, I could even take it a step
0: further. And speaking of Boomerang, uh, Martin Lawrence. So earlier today, uh, I was watching an old episode of Martin. And the uh, it was the, uh, the episode with Bushwick Bill came on. Mm-hmm. And so you talk about uh, Houston, uh, you know, Houston area. And I'm not going to lie, you know, people get on me about my New York stuff. But I know I knew all the lyrics to my mind's playing tricks on me when that came out. That That... You, it didn't matter where where you were when that came out. That's a hip hop song. That, you know, I didn't care where they were from. That was an official. And if you were into hip hop, you had to know. If you didn't know all the lyrics, at the very least, you had to know all the lyrics to Bushwick Bill's part. Right. that's that that's mandatory right mandatory yeah. and every time you see Halloween first thought that comes in your mind this year Halloween fell on a weekend
3: that's it <laughs>
0: that, so you know so I give Houston their props because that yeah. boys from down that way right say it again ghetto boys from down that way right oh yeah Yeah, so,
3: like,
0: so so I give Houston Texas their props because that's a hip a certified hip-hop classic no I'm doubt so. about it that's respect
2: right there, especially coming from you know you guys where y'all from. <laughs> hey, y'all know y'all are the hardest critics. Hey, now listen. Nah, listen, yo MTV Raps when that came on,
0: yo, that's <laughs> you right there with that. That's like that's mandatory right there. That is a
2: certified classic. Because the delivery, man, everything's just a little slower, man. But but you can hear the lyrics, you can hear the thought mm-hmm. process, you can really break it down, and it's like man, like it's mm-hmm. relatable to anybody.
0: Beat was great. oh uh, no, nah, that's a that's a five mic right there. I'm gonna pose this question to you. Uh B.
2: You going bun B or Scarface? Whew. I mean, face lyrically. I mean, but ooh, that's tough. I gotta roll with face. Face mom. And and it it's it's just because of I got a couple of my friends, man, a huge fan, and of course Bun. U G K man, just just dropping knowledge and always speaking real, you know, real talk, man. But when it comes like lyrically and breaking things down, I think I gotta roll with face, but as far as like the culture, everything, man, it's I'ma straight be political on this answer, man. Can't go wrong with either one, man. <laughs> Especially yeah, I'm four oh nine. I don't wanna you know what I mean. But See, well, I, I agree with you. And I think
0: uh for us You know, like you said, us being Northeast guys, we were always tough critics, but what got face over obviously was, you know, mom playing tricks on me. We saw that video or heard that uh, on the radio, right? And I I think for us, hearing him on a record with Jay-Z and him holding his own. True. Yeah, we gotta listen to him. Some more, right? So that made me go get the fix. Mm. Then it kind of did the same thing for for me with Bun B as well. Let's think about Big Pimpin'. Yeah. Okay, who are these UGK dudes? Like, okay, I, yeah, I see them in the source, but I skip their story because I don't know them. Right, and then you start to hear Bun B on more records. And then Trill comes out, and I'm like, I gotta go get some UGK albums. Let me just listen to what it. And it's like, yo, they're not bad. Matter of fact, they're pretty good, yo.
2: Let me keep listening. So it's a toss up for me as well. You can't go wrong with either one. can't I, I, like, go wrong, you know. But like with you guys, like you say lyrically, and that's why Face first came to mind. Just I break, but but so big in the culture out here, man. And he got a couple verses that that. just legendary out here but then also man people don't know much about pimp c man and Mm -hmm. and pimp c laid his hat on just keeping it i'm talking they say keep it true he kept all the way all the time didn't care what you thought he just he stuck on hey i'm gonna say what it is (laughs) and just like that i'm gonna say what it is and and that's what it's gonna be and uh you know, we talk about the culture of everything and, and, and everybody, like, you hear Trill now, man, and, and that came from them.
3: Yeah? Nah. Well, hey,
0: it's always good to get this talk going and, you know, obviously, what we like to do here on Beaches and Boards, we like to combine, you know, the, the hip-hop culture, you know, with the basketball talk and, you know, we spoke about Eddie Murphy and Boomerang and that one line that, uh, Pops hit us with, with the mushrooms. You got
1: to coordinate. Hoopheads Nation, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Bleachers and Boards with Matt Collier and Marlon Guild. Be sure to check out these other basketball pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast. The players' court and our team-focused NBA pods, Cavaliers Central, a three oh five culture Miami Heat podcast, blazing the path, Grizz and Grind, and Nuck if you buck. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing, and my co-host Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game from grassroots to the NBA.
0: For for you guys at Lamar you know, having a good coach and, and Coach Price, you guys do a good job of coordinating mm-hmm. and, and getting, you know, your the player development stuff right, your scouting stuff right. Talk a little bit about what it is you can share
2: with our listeners and, and our viewers today. Gotcha. Well, well, I appreciate that. and Even coordinate. if Coach Price was sitting here right now, he'll be over there coordinating. <laughs> um, you know, I, <laughs> I'm lucky, man. I'm I'm truly, truly blessed to work for you know, it's, it's funny now because everybody, you know, say the OG that Coach Price is. Man, he, he is really, truly unbelievable. Obviously, Marlon, you know, me and you got connected through his son Ryan, who's one of my good friends, my brother, um, and and he even helped me even get this situation here, man. But the the knowledge, the the daily wisdom that I don't even know I'm getting. You know, I, I, I we sit at lunch and he's just talking, and, and even when. Rest in peace coach Thompson just passed away like coaches telling real stories of how he was as a leader at Georgetown and coach Price was the young and upcoming coach and how he pulled him to the side and put him on game him you know guys Nolan Richardson and guys like that and and before I get into it even even with this player development stuff coach Price what he really does over here is he slows it down and he tries to make it as simple as possible for the guys. He don't want to complicate things. And that's not saying we don't dive into it and have different layers of stuff. But but the truth is, man, he really wants players to be players and, and tries to put the, them in the best position. Man. And I'm going on year four with him now. And I can honestly say my first year, I was like, wait, coach, maybe we should, coach, 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 coach. And, and now I'm like, Oh, gee, you got it, man. I'm whatever you need, you know, because it's a it's a method to everything he does. Everything he does is intentional. So, even when we go into this player development deal, um, one thing I kind of want to share and appreciate you guys allowing me to do it is it kind of helped us as far as you know. It's always game the game, especially when you're in a conference. You face guys multiple times. You can see a team three times. Who knows, maybe even four times if you play in a tournament. This and that. So what are the little things you're going to do in order to improve? And and one thing we do here, man, we obviously break down the game, film, watch it as a team, see what we can do. But then we find key players and key things that truly hurt us, and then we concentrate on that. So kind of in this clip that I have here, kind of go a different direction if you guys don't mind. Should I share my screen now? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Looking forward to watching. (laughs) got you. Uh, Let me get this out. Okay, so real quick, can you guys see that? Yep. Yep. So, for example, this is Avery Sullivan, who's a five man for us, did a great job for us last year, looking forward to him having a good senior year this year. Uh, We played McNeese State. Uh, We played them actually senior night, so the last regular season game of the conference, and then we turned right back around and played them in the first round of the conference tournament. So you guys know how that is, man. It's It's... I mean, it's literally, we played them on Saturday for senior night, then we turned right back around and played them, I think Tuesday or Wednesday that next week. So, this is something we kind of did for them going into that game. They know our plays, we know them, they know the tendencies. What are the little things we're gonna do? And here, Avery Sullivan, um, let me bring this down a little bit so I can read it, okay. So, the first game, we thought he did a poor job of uh, his post position, right? And he was going against a, a transfer from UMass, who was at McNeese Kennedy. Uh, got defensive player of the year, 6'9", athletic. I mean, unbelievable force as far as defensive rebounds. You know, he, he was big time. He didn't create enough space between him and that defender, so he got the better up. Uh, We want him to take advantage of his elbow shots, and then you must understand the areas to improve. We all know that how that is. And then expand his mental and physical toughness and then most importantly, one of the best things Coach Price does, he instills full confidence in guys. Like, you know, he wants shooters to shoot. He wants guys that run the floor, run the floor. So one thing he really did, I thought he did a great job, especially with Avery, pumping confidence back in him as he was getting ready to come into this game. So we show Avery this, and then we'll break down a couple of films for him. So I'll go back and forth between – Let's call this game one, and then game <clears two. throat> the game two. called Carver's turning the game. So, that's Avery. Can y'all see my mouse right here?
3: Yep. yep.
2: Okay. That's Avery right there, number five, and that's Kennedy right there. We've got defensive player of the year in our league. So, whatever. Transition basket. We're just running our regular break. Again, Coach, we keep it pretty simple as far as, hey, ball right here. we got post-feet staggered away just to get this isolation for him, right? Avery did a great – A good job of putting him on his back, but you see the position that he's in right here. We all know we want our guys to get close to this block. So that's one problem. Coach, you know, he's in a film room, and and Coach, it's no secrets with the guys. He he calls a guy out straight up and just lets it be known. He's holding people accountable. He's like, Avery, he pushed you all the way out to the LU, man. You know, he's already got the advantage. So now we have the actions going on here. You see, he takes a crab dribble, there's no space in between. Now, this guy's 6'9", extremely athletic.
3: Right.
2: Now he's pushing them up the lane, pump faking. He's back on his heels, and this is coach breaking it down as well as Coach Dumars, his position coach. And now, again, defensive player here, he's straight up. He's back on his heel. No separation in between. Can he make that shot? Yes. But for him, it was unbalanced. Came off, right? Mm-hmm. Let's fast forward now to the conference tournament a couple days later. After this breakdown film, coach getting in him. Okay. Maybe a little better position, but now he's thinking, hey, I went back, I didn't create space. And he's thinking this. Boom. Gave him that little nudge, a little hook right there, which he went out and worked on the floor with. Just enough time. Again, shot blocker, great contest, honestly, great defense. But Avery's in his rhythm. Bam, Mm -hmm. going right in four, right? Let's go back to game one. Our point guard made a great play for Avery. Come on, man, we all hoopers in here. Look at this space in between. Mm -hmm. Avery can make this shot, and we're fully confident when he's making that shot. Frustrated throughout the game, senior night for his boys. Who knows? He doesn't take the shot. Instead, he tries to force, make something happen lost the possession. Right. Again, coaches instilling confidence. We're breaking things down. Fast forward that next Wednesday, he already has his feet set. He's already watched the film. He works on his shot every day. It's a no hesitation, catch and shoot jump.
3: All right.
2: Now, yeah, that's easy play, whatever, but it kind of carries over with how we do with development, showing him the spots that he passed up. Let's go ahead here. Little ghost screen slips it real quick. Oh, he gets the ball here. He's thinking about this guy as soon as he gets it, right? Let me let me run this back a little bit. Look at him full motion. His happy feet, he already moving. He's spinning, pump faking, fading. And again, we're breaking it down to him in clips, showing him take your time. This guy goes for fakes. Just take your time, use your body. Here, again, quick spin, but now he's taking his time, using it around the basket. So all in all, senior night, got into him, eight points, 2 for 11, five rebounds. Let's flip it a couple days later when it really matters, 19 points, 50% from the field and was more active on the rebound. So obviously it worked in our favor. is a great team. But this is like the mindset behind the scenes that people don't see With him coming in, getting separation with the bag, getting his hooks up, looking at his spots. And I thought Coach did a great job of breaking that down and and getting Avery confidence to go out there and bounce back and have a meaningful
3: game.
2: Um, Good stuff. Appreciate you. How much time I got? Because I got a defensive clip, too, if y'all want to see. Yeah, we we can talk.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I do have one question, though. So um, this situation ended up being you guys played them, um, you know, a senior night, and then you had the, you know, turn back around and play them. When you're doing this breakdown, are you doing it from like opponent to like opponent? Or are you doing, say, you know, if you play a game on Wednesday, are you doing this, hey, guys come in on Thursday, you're showing them all the things, you know, the same kind of breakdown that you do for leading up to, say, um, Saturday's game? Or is it more so for opponent the same opponent? This way. Like,
2: this is mostly for the same opponent when you go okay. up against them the second time. And then we'll have okay. another edit with the team as well. Like, first time around, this what happened, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, let's just say, uh, like, we won that game on Wednesday, and we go into the game. Uh, we were supposed to play Nichols State before all this COVID stuff happened. The game got canceled. But we still piggyback and take this game. Hey, Avery, remember, you were effective. You were getting separation with your shoulder. Mm-hmm. You were taking advantage of those open shots. Let's carry that over so we don't have to go two steps back. Gotcha. So defensively, we do the same thing. So in this game, and this is where it kind of comes to the team aspect, but obviously it's player development for everybody and improvement. And this was exactly for our guards. So uh, we brought our guards in. We show them clips and break it down and show how this guy hurt us. And it's the, kind of the same deals where this was one of the best shooters in the conference and in the country. Uh, let him in three-point field goal percentage, but attach and chase the shooter, which we didn't do the first time. Uh, give one option for his route, stay down, high-hand high, high closeout, you know, basic stuff, but we're just trying to emphasize it, beat it into him, let him know, hey, this is what we need to do if we have a chance to win this game. So, again, senior night game, this is actually our second time playing them, but, you know, senior night here. That's him on the baseline down here, and this is our defender, Davion Buster. He's cutting screens, but he's allowing this guy to be free. You know how it is. Guys, when they're free, he's comfortable right now. But we're letting them know, hey, I get it. You're cutting the screens. Were you there on the shot? Yeah. Were your hands down? Yes. But most importantly, he didn't feel you. And let me bring this back. In. Again, you guys know the deal. I'm just kind of – I'm actually right here i'm I'm missing the game i'm back in game mode like (laughs) in front of me right now so y'all it's it's been a while huh it's been a while it's time to get back 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 out there yeah but it's some therapy for me right now uh but he's comfortable look at so yeah he's a big time shooter gets his feet set it's gone it's it's bucky right let's go conference game and it's like He has to feel you the entire time. I don't care what it is. Make him a driver. I want contact. He has to feel him. and coach is digging into him. Boom, well, he's chasing him, right? And he's working his butt off. I don't care. You want him to know his footsteps. He's thinking about you the entire time. Miss shot. Was that the reason he missed it? I'm not sure. But he's chasing him. Doing what we say here. We mentioned one route. Before, when he was cutting the screens, He was able to pick and be comfortable whichever way he go. We're like, no, sir. You were sending him one way. I don't care. He sent him that way. Again, footsteps. He's uncomfortable. Hand up in the shot.
0: And you know what? uh, I don't mean to cut you off, Brandon. but the thing that's uh, what you see from clip one to clip two is that paying attention to the detail that you guys put in place uh, and, you know, our viewers will be able to see this on our YouTube page that those those chases that your guy's doing, he's feeling them. The, you know, the shooter feels him on every possession. So you see the difference in how important it is to pay attention to the detail of what it is you guys are looking for uh, to give yourself a chance to win the game.
2: Yeah, it, 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 it literally, especially when you're in a, in a dogfight, let's just think about you know Boston and Miami. I mean, yeah, they blew them out in the fourth quarter, Game Six. But let's think about those first couple games. It came down to possession, mm-hmm. and 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 when it comes down to details, or we try to tell our guy, it, it's coming down to a possession. We don't know whether it's a turnover, whatever the case. And I know you guys probably relay the same message. And we just try to. I think this player development deal that we started doing just makes them focus on ways to improve it, and then guess what? If it doesn't work, it's on us, but if you don't do it, it's on you. So Here's another clip. We kind of put another defender on us, because at this point, this first half, I think he already has like 15 points. All right, We put a taller guy on him, kind of distract him a little bit, but again, he's cutting screens, again, giving them routes. They do a good job setting screens, jumping at them. Boom, that's 18 first half points right there. And yeah, you're working hard, you're cutting through screens, but he He's floating. Mm-hmm. And you need to stay down, stay your feet. Now, attention to detail. Quick second there. Same guy guarding him. He sprints to the corner. Instead of jumping like a madman, high hand closeout, you know, vase his airspace a little bit. It still hit back rim, big time shooter, but at least he's doing what we want. Last clip here. Transition. You see here, now we know this guy's a shooter. It's all in the scout report. He obviously has the ball stopped. He just lost concentration right here. You know you have a guy that bust off, but We talked about it at halftime. But you're getting caught up in the moment. We got two guys going. This guy, you allow him to flow. Now you spinning, turning. And you know how these guys are. Coach, I jumped. I can test. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Coach Price is calling these guys out. Hold on. Hey. Run that back real quick. (laughs) (laughs) You know how he is. No, no, no. You said you contest. I want you to see it. You're spinning around. You have no idea where this guy's at. Buck, right? These guys are seeing that. I love this clip because it's a broken play. Keep eye on number three right here. You see him? Let me move this. Number three. Again, we have to know where that shooter is at all times. It's a broken play. He says, forget all of this. He sprints all the way. Stays down. High hand close out. And he can make that.
0: Oof. You got the hash mark.
2: Ha- oh, he yeah. should. <laughs> I mean, he he he's a problem for real. I ain't gonna lie. But but I'm gonna run this play back real quick just because of the concentration from hearing us. We should never not know where he's at. I don't care what's going on. You find him, and number three right here does that. It was it was one of the highlights of or after-game film sessions sprints all the way, chops the steps, stays there, makes it a little uncomfortable for him. So now we flip it again. Senior night game, 38 minutes, 22 points, 5 for 12. Second game, 2 points, 1 for 9, 0 for 6. You'll, what,
0: take, that. You'll take that conference tournament
3: stat.
2: Conference tournament when it matters, whether it helped or not, but we reward these guys afterwards. We talked to them about it, and and you know how this thing is, man. It you break it down for them, and then you also show them what they did right. So we'll show the plays. It kind of showed just what I showed you guys, and now they like just getting them to believe in us a little bit more. And it's a back and forth deal. Mm-hmm. Thought it helped us towards the end of the year, man. We were feeling good till COVID hit, man. We thought we was taking a good stride, and we were feeling good. Now,
0: uh, can I ask you, now? When you do, when you when you do that. Is it something that you show the whole team so everybody knows, okay, this is what, you know, this other guy's responsibilities are going to be? Or is the the responsibility, you know, say like all the guards, like, okay, at some point you're going to be guarding this kid. So this is what you need to do and just talk to them about it. Or is it something everybody on the team knows you know, whether it's the help guys or the big guys to know, okay, I know this is how the guy's going to be guarding. How, do, how, do, how does that conversation go?
2: Right, right. Great question. Great question. So, um, for one, it's the, like I kind of mentioned earlier, Coach Price is no secret. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows everybody, and that's from in the film room, even on the court. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we'll watch as a team and show how, you know, coaches explaining it, breaking it down. Hey, you know, now that we're footsteps big, you may have to show a little, you know, and we're going over that in the sky report outside. But this kind of – Coach Price does a great job of allowing us, you know, to, to have those relationships with guys. We'll go from the film room and still showing guys certain clips of how we did not guard right. But then we'll bring them in individually and just focus on it a little bit more and, we you know, or send them a quick clip, you know, where it's a two-, three-minute meeting, either before practice, after practice, in the hotel, after pregame, just reminding them, just trying to give it to them over and over again. So, like, that last play with number three – You know, If he ain't do anything else, he remembered, if it's a loose ball, if it's transition, I need to find number one. And it was a loose ball, it was scrambled, he bust his butt and we, I'm talking after that play, I think something happened with a timeout, we jumped up and like, hey big dog, that's that's how you win a championship, that's how you do it, you know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. great question though, that's, we bring it both sides.
0: Now, I'll ask you this, with everything we now have technology-wise, as coaches, you know, obviously you meet with your guys, you meet with, with your team for X amount of time. Do you guys use any programs in particular that you may just send a clip to a guy's phone? Uh, are you guys into that? How does that work for you?
2: Well, we, again, uh, Coach Price, we, we keep it simple. So this is, that was obviously from Synergy that created into a quick time clip and, okay. and I'll do the same thing. I'll send that literally that same edit, Hey, check this out. And, you know, they're in the hotel room conference tournament. Hey, you ain't got nothing else to do but watch that over and over again.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so we, we just use, you know, we're fast scout and synergy. And, and We try to put in some extra work, try to be creative. Coach Price does a good job of allowing us to be creative and think of other ways to help guys improve. So that, that's that's all we really do.
0: Yeah, and, and think about how big that is. Just trying to find ways to be – creative you know today's players are different from two years ago five years ago that let alone 15 years ago you know so finding that creative balance to keep them
2: engaged is huge what would be some other things that you guys do to keep them engaged um man it it, as simple as it sounded i'm gonna keep using that word i don't want to be redundant but um really just that that individual relationship like so where they can pull in and understand this is what it's about, where it's, it, you know, coach, you know, guys will come in for an academic meeting, and, and I'm sure you guys do this well. Hey, for the first 10 minutes, we're not even talking basketball. Right, right. Man, how your mom doing, man? Hey, did your little sister graduate? You know, and little stuff like that. And, and from what I've seen, and you know, my, my short career and even being in here with Coach, man, it, they know you locked in, which is genuine and true. You know, they can, hey, man, look, Hey, man, you really need to lock in on this, man. Like, this is what happened. You know, you got to really be able to do this if we have a chance. That's just to give us a chance. They're a tough team, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, We also do some stuff on the court, different challenges. You know, we have different boards in the locker room where, you know, as simple as getting guys to shot charts for the rest of who put up this amount of shots. You know, and it's – you know, coach, coach is a big accountability guy. It's like, hey, man, you can come up here on this board and lie and say you did 50. That's something you got to look in the mirror about. You're going to let your brothers and us think you did it when you ain't do You know, just try to always keep the guys accountable and kind of flipping it a little bit. Not guilt tripping, but like, hey, man, we're we just going to keep it at 100, man. You know, it's, hey, bottom line. It, it, I mean, bottom line. Did we win? Did we lose? Did you get it done? Or did you not? Did you pass or did you fail the test? You know, it's, try to eliminate the excuses because, like you said, this is younger generation, and we – not even younger generation. Everybody does mind dabbling in a little excuse here and there, and Coach mm-hmm. Price really leads us as far as what's the bottom line? <laughs> Get all the spending, this and that. How much money you got in your cap? <laughs> mm-hmm. Get all that. So, uh, I don't know if that answers the question, but no, –
0: Yeah, it, it did. It did, for sure. Man, I think you had a question, Uh No, I just had a question about um. Do you guys incorporate uh, numbers into it? So as far as not necessarily advanced stats or analytics, if you do, um, you know, speak on that. But as far as that breakdown of, you know, I showed you, you know, on the 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 uh, percentages, yeah, the percentages you showed certain things. But um, do you get into and I think you guys do a, a great job of breaking it down as far as from the film like okay you you know separation on you know uh, and your duck ins and you know when you go to make a move where you ended up different things like that but um do you ever br- um, bring it to some numbers as far as you know okay this is what we were able to do individually as a team in this game and let's compare it to where we need to go for this next game
2: great question and and I'll be completely transparent and honest when it's convenient <laughs> I mean I'll be all the way real if if a player uh Man, coach ain't let me play my game, man. He ain't let me take these shots. Say, like, dog, you shooting twenty-two percent from the three-point line? Like, forget what coach. What you want coach to do? Like, this is just you know me talking. Coach has allowed you to shoot forty threes. You made eight of them, dog. What you? What? Yeah, you can't shoot them right now until you prove you can make. Them. You know, but at the same time, you know how it is. We can have, you know, out outbeat them in, in transition baskets or. or you know, whatever the case, but we turned it over this amount of time. So coach really doesn't focus in on too much of the analytics, but I'll be real. When it's convenient, I'll be all over that. <laughs> 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 hey, man, hey, look in transition, man. Y'all only score. Y'all scoring 60% of the time. We don't need to run no six, you know. Or mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, so it's a little bit of that. But we do like the analytics. Mm-hmm. We have another coach on here that that – loves analytics so okay. that, sometimes it gets tuned out but sometimes it's convenient like oh damn i didn't know after the media timeout, that the third media the eight minute mark in the second half we're being outscored 38 to 14 you know mm-hmm. whatever the case may be it, it's convenient sometimes but we don't necessarily focus on it every time
0: okay. gotcha now that was big and the, the way you broke it down was Phenomenal. Now, I'm going to pose this to you. What would be the player development adjustment guarding Brandon Chappelle? Because I've seen the video, (laughs) and and Matt, he's not going to say this because he's going to be modest. Bezos, that's that's the nickname out there in the streets, Bezos. That's that's when you know (laughs) he can shoot that thing crazy. That's what I heard. I I heard. So... I, I would
2: have probably been the dude for Magnish. You, I don't, <laughs> want no, I don't want no contact. And it's funny you say that because how I even developed the relationship with Coach Price and Ryan because when I, I'm here at Lamar, coaches at Magnish State, and 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 uh, Ryan and those guys, and I see how coach he is now that working with them. It's all about being physical and aggressive. And and I can't even lie. And that's why me and Ryan are so tight today because man, we battled on the court. Like I'm talking. It's chucking and chucking, and I ain't want no contact, man. I want to just shoot it, man, and be free. Like <laughs> but look, I ain't gonna lie. You you put a body on me, you run me off that line. I don't know what's
3: gonna happen. <laughs> you
0: wanted to just like you want the big those on the on the on the box screening for you, so you can yeah. come off and, and, and get your feet set and let that thing go.
3: That's it, man.
2: And then you know now you know I'm not going up and down or anything, but you know I'll get out of spot shoot with the guys sometimes. So. Any clips that you've seen now is literally spot shooting. I got ten <laughs> seconds to get my shot off. Let me take my time. <laughs> no quick releases anymore. Nothing. Yeah, we well, you know what. I, I saw a drill, and if you don't
0: mind uh, describing it, I think you had to shoot at seven spots. Oh gosh, gotcha. uh, we had to make three in a row to move on, and
2: it's, it's two in a row. Okay, yeah, I couldn't. It's a man. I got that drill from a, a trainer in Houston. He worked with some of our guys, and I've just seen them out and about, and I saw them do it one time, and it's it's basically a, a deal where it's at the end of a individual or when the legs are a little tired, and basically you have seven spots on the core corner, uh, deep wing, the slot or the middle third, top of the key, and then also on the other side equals seven spots, and you have to make two in a row to move to the next spot, but the key is you only get three total misses. So, you know, like uh, I, I had, I did it one time and put it out there and, shoot, it took me about ten times and I was just the one that got it right. But you can make two in a row, boom, go to the next spot, make two in a row. You keep moving on, you get to the third spot, make one, miss one, that's one miss. And then now you try to get two in a row again, you pick up where you left off. I miss again, that's two misses. Now you have those four other the spots, which is eight mates, you gotta make eight in a row to beat mm. So all it's doing is putting, and, and we preach to the guys, and, and I'm sure a lot of other programs do it as well. Put pressure on yourself in practice all the time. So then when it's time for the game, you've done it a million times. And so sometimes I'll challenge the guards, hey guys, you only got three chances to go at this, and then we're done for the day. Right. You know, so guys will try it, get their close, miss then on the third time, I'm, uh-uh, put the balls up, you done, try again tomorrow, and so kind of put some pressure on them, or hey, if you don't get it, if you don't get it this time, you got a suicide we've done for the day, so it's, you know, I guess that kind of goes back to what you were saying about the creativity, that's some of the things we do to just kind of mentally try to prepare them outside of, you know, just to, you know, practice is tough, game plan is tough, these kids got a lot going on, just try to Break it down for him, so you have a little fun with it. I
3: guess
2: mm-hmm. challenges kind of goes back to that word. You got to coordinate. You did it already once. You did it again, man. You, you right though. You got to coordinate it all, man. Is that a mushroom?
3: You know he got a mushroom, <laughs> Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, he has yes. seen enough. He has seen enough. He's seen that too many times.
3: Oh, that's too funny, man.
0: Yeah, but Nah, hey, you know what, B, uh, before we close it out, man, that, that was some, some good stuff. Uh, and I know our, our listeners and our viewers, you know, are going to pick up something from that that they can use to bring back to their team. And, you know, that, that's what this platform was for, man, to, uh, you know, have everybody come on here and, you know, just sharpen your saw. You know, we all – bring a little something different to the game of basketball and you know we, we just wanted to pay it forward uh, and watching what it is that you guys do at, at Lamar you know was something that, that caught our attention and that's why we wanted to have you on Yeah um, I appreciate that it, it was great hopefully you know you enjoyed yourself man and you know love to have you come back on uh once the season gets going if you have some time and you know come do it with us again
2: Man, I, I truly appreciate it, man. And especially uh, the best thing about these zooms, and and I've been seeing y'all it, y'all been getting some heat. Y'all had Ronnie Hamilton on the other day. Want to come <laughs> back to the south a little bit, and I appreciate you coming a little bit more over uh, out here to Texas, man. But even even bringing that up with with uh, uh, Ronnie Hamilton, man. I even even watching that uh, some of the stuff they do in their secondary, man. I love that action where you you know you. With the, with the one and the four, and then you come back for a middle ball screen. I mean that. Yeah, yeah. y'all y'all are doing a great job, man. And not only just letting people know, man. It's 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 different levels of it as far as personality and different levels on the board. But, but shoot, I learned watching that as well, man. Wow. And shoot, y'all talking about that cooker, man. I gotta come down. y'all <laughs> I want to eat. <laughs> Y'all had me hungry. Sure i mess around watching that before lunch,
3: man. Y'all had me
0: hungry. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Since that episode, Matt and Ronnie, we're all on the group chat now, they are texting each other pictures of what it is they're cooking.
3: That's and dope, man.
0: They're talking about how you need the special uh, woods to burn to
3: get better oh, yeah. flavor, and, and I don't know any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen.
0: We're sharing the game. Down here. Yeah. That's what that's that's what Coach said. He said he spent some time spent some time down in Texas and got picked up some uh some tips. So yeah, but it's just like everything, man. We're trying to share the game. That's all it is. We're trying to share the game. Yeah. So, now this was great. And I, I really appreciate this coach because it definitely gives a a different I don't say a different slant, but a different angle, a different way of doing player development, right? Not just, okay, let's get in the gym, get some shots up. Let's do this. Like it puts an actual focus on something specific. Okay, this is how we were in one game. This is the results. Okay, let's cater the development we're going to work on to address anything or enhance what we're trying to do in this game. And it puts a fine tune on it, not just abstract of, okay, like, let's get in the gym and get better. And I think it, you know, it's really organized. It's um, you know, it's meaningful, obviously it's impactful with the examples that you gave. And obviously, uh, Coach Price just being, you know, a legend in the game and just doing it successfully for a lot of different years is just showing that, you know, not only what he's done in his career so far, but also you said this is something new that you did implemented. So it also shows that he's willing to not just stick with the things that he's been doing for a long time. He's willing to implement new things as long as it's you know going to help his team get better, and that's awesome. Awesome to see.
2: Man, that's dope. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. He he's big on trust and loyalty, and and none of that would have happened if he didn't trust us here in this in this coaching staff. And, and I mean, he, he's great, man. I can't say enough, man. But again, I appreciate you guys, and, and looking forward to staying connected. And and I'm I'm a fan, man. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the next guest that you guys bring on. And, Whenever y'all need me, man, let me
0: know. I sure, Definitely appreciate, appreciate it. And, you know, man, you, you can close us out, man, and do what it is you do. All right. Now, thanks again to Coach Chappelle. Another great episode of Bleachers and Boards here on the Hoop Podcast Network. And I uh, look forward to seeing everyone again soon. Take care.
1: If you have an existing podcast or are looking to launch your own pod but aren't sure where to start, the team at My Podcast Manager can help. Our podcast team works behind the scenes so you can do what you do best. We'll help you launch your podcast, make it sound great, and free up your time for the more enjoyable parts of podcasting. If you're ready to put your podcast editing, production, and promotion on autopilot with a trusted team of podcasting professionals, visit MyPodcastManager.com to get started.
0: Well, that's another episode of Bleachers and Boards brought to you by the Hoop Heads Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Bleachers and Boards. Until next time, see you soon.